0: Welcome to the audio podcast of the Weekly Sermon of the First Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn. As we begin to repopulate our historical and recently renovated sanctuary for worship, online worship will continue Sunday morning at 11 a.m. We are live on firstchurchbrooklyn.org, as well as the church Facebook page at facebook.com firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Now, this week's message.
1: Church, let's pray. God of seeing and believing, we long to have life in your name. We long for peace and freedom from fear. Grant that we may find these gifts in the word, read and sung and preached this day. In Jesus' name we ask. May it be so. Amen. Last week, Mary of Magdala saw some things, but she didn't see Jesus. This week, Thomas demands to see Jesus before he believes. And we, the readers of John's Gospel, are told that this story is written so that we might come to believe. To believe without sight, to believe without touch. And in the believing, we will receive what this gospel writer values most. We will receive life. Through believing, we get life in Jesus' name. So there's one question that has arisen for me this week um, that came actually out of talking to Ben about the song. If everyone was locked inside out of fear, why was Thomas outside? I love one commentator's suggestion that Thomas was outside because he was the brave one, the faithful one. When we look back over John's gospel, there's reason to believe this commentator's words are true. Because the first time Thomas shows up in the scene is at the raising of Lazarus from the dead. You might remember that when word came to come quickly, to come and see about Lazarus, that Jesus delayed In fact, he said to the disciples, Lazarus was asleep. And the disciples agreed with him because they did not want Jesus to go back to the place that threatened to stone him to death. But Thomas, Thomas said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. Whoa. Thomas shows up a second time in the Gospel of John. This time, when Jesus says he's going to prepare a place for them, Thomas replies to this comment from Jesus saying, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Pastor Barb Hedges-Gottle declares Thomas, a disciple who would follow Jesus not only to death, but into the unknown. And the unknown is where I want us to sit this morning. We have these disciples, these followers, locked in a room, afraid. And Thomas is God only knows where. Maybe he's looking for Jesus. Maybe he thinks Jesus has taken off for that place he intended to prepare for them. Maybe Thomas is trying to get where Jesus is going. Maybe his demand to see Jesus for himself Attest to a strong desire to ensure he doesn't get left behind. Remember, Thomas was willing to die. Thomas was willing to follow Jesus into the unknown. Please, God, don't let me have missed the boat. Don't let me have missed the moment. I want to be where Jesus is, whether in death or the unknown. And of course, Jesus is something else in this story. He's never what people think he is. His followers never really know what they are getting themselves into. They think they know. We think we know. But Jesus stands in the middle of a locked room with fearful followers and Thomas. Talking about peace and belief. I say fearful followers and Thomas, because I think somehow that Thomas may be exceptional. The others saw Jesus and believed because they saw Jesus. They weren't doing the wrestling or questioning or going through the changes that Thomas was. And somehow, I think that matters. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. And Thomas answers, My Lord and my God. This is the moment when Thomas recognizes Jesus not only as Lord, But as the living incarnation of God, as my dear friend Dr. Lisa Weaver pointed out to me last night, my Lord and my God, in this moment Thomas sees. He is not only one of those there for the raising of Lazarus. He's not only one of those who saw the mighty acts and powerful deeds of Jesus. He is now the one in the room who names Jesus as Lord and God. And in reading this text this week, there was something about the exchange that the fearful followers and we get to eavesdrop on. There's something about this exchange between Jesus and Thomas that feels private. It feels like code. It feels like a nudge to remember something just outside the frame, a confirmation from Jesus to Thomas, a knowing, something that inspires the comment, my Lord and my God. Thomas has been out and about despite the fear that kept the others locked up. This is not to say he wasn't afraid, but perhaps his fear took the form of reckless abandon Perhaps he was in danger out there but didn't care what happened if he couldn't be with Jesus. Perhaps he was afraid. Afraid that the Lord he loved so much had in fact left him behind and he was acting out his grief with childish and petulant behavior. What if Thomas was outside the room unraveling, losing it, Because Jesus wasn't who he imagined, didn't act like what he expected, showed up in the least likely places. Following Jesus to the cross unravels us, and the disciples huddle in that room in fear because there is no return to what they knew. There's no going back to a before-time there is only resurrection, and we only get to new life by living through death. Thomas's unraveling was a sort of death. And so I think he may have been exceptional because Jesus showed up to remind him to keep living through the dying. Catherine Schifferdecker said, resurrection is not reversal. Resurrection is living through death. Resurrection comes with scars, proof that something happened, and a reminder to keep living through death. It's possible that Thomas thought the worst, that he had lost the one he was willing to follow into death or the unknown. But Jesus came back. (laughs) Jesus came back to remind Thomas and us to keep living through the grief, through the fear, and through the sorrow. Resurrection is on the other side for Thomas and for us. To God be the glory.
0: Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. We trust you are fed as well as challenged by the content. This audio archive supplements a video library of the entire service. The video along with music from our internationally recognized gospel choir is available on firstchurchbrooklyn.org. We provide hybrid worship options with both in-person and online worship Sunday morning at 11 a.m. We are live in the sanctuary as well as firstchurchbrooklyn.org and the Church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Visit firstchurchbrooklyn.org for more information on safety protocols and pre-registration options. Remember that now, as always, you are loved.